I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh, Babylon bridges burning down, burning down, burning down. Babylon is burning, burning. Babylon is burning, burning. Babylon is burning, burning. Babylon was taken what's up. Babylon is burning down and down. Babylon is burning down and down. Babylon is burning down and down. Babylon was taken what's up. I, 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 I am getting fiery. The more I burn, the more I learn to purify inside of me. Cause Babylon set up shop in the hearts and souls. In the music schools, the food that taken full control. Desperate are these times we're living, so my people sinning. The righteous feel just like my stew and nobody giving. They're taking away, taking away, taking all that they can. While we're wasting away, wasting away in our dirty Babylon. Condensed back into rain Alchemists we turn Babylon to gold Have them chanting Jehovah evil Through the music Touch them soul All shall come to light With a little fire Babylon you cannot hide From the big in Tired to tell you We raise the oxygen So make the fire Do the talking I'm better telling them Calling on just soldiers Trotting to the promised land Chosen few, so child on true, we're not the Gideon. We're taking away, taking away, taking all that belong. No more wasting away, wasting away in the dirty Babylon. Babylon is burning, Babylon is burning, burning. Babylon is burning, burning. Babylon, we're taking one's Bridges burning down, burning down, burning down.
of the water of life. From the light, seeking refuge in the dark. She's a lock from the ox, spitting lyrics from the heart. Honey complected it, brainwaves stay connected it. Her meditation skills keep her traveling through the stars. Came from the ether, destination unknown, flown from outer space where bots of ancient people were grown. Shown the truth since the youth, and the roots showed the proof. Opening pathways like the Father Eshu. Like that boot camp, she a strange wonder. Ascended to the heavens from the land of down under. Trying to figure how to reunite her people now asunder. She devours these alliances to stave off her growing hunger. Her number, the two stands forever growing wisdom. She is the moon, heed the sun, overstand and make the cycle one. You could catch a politicking on the streets of Mecca. This she rest in Ile Ife to recharge her bio essence. One is when she broke the earthly terrain Born with two Fulani earrings and a pocket full of change That's where the voice, that's the sound to behold She broke the mold, renewed the old Turned the microphone to solid gold Spoke with the elders before she left the home planet And they told her never disrespect the craft if you can stand it Remember the four facets, they will carry you far Not for you to be a star, but a preserver of art Part human cause the body she inhabits A goddess cause she carry bloodlines of the immortal status Like Gladys, took the midnight train to Georgia Seeking out the ground like old Moorish explorers The forest of knowledge was barren and weeds were taking over She took the seed from her magic bag and planted near a 40 clover A lotus flower grew from mud at the riverbanks The people start rejoicing on their knees giving thanks They asked her name, wonder why she wasn't famous She said my name is Cyrock, you're confused on what my aim is I do this not for recognition, but to change my folks' position This is lesson one or one, so hold your tongue and start to listen You are the lost tribe, wanders from the light Sent to conquer universes, turn the wrongness to right The uncivilized have an envious eye And they plotted your demise based on treachery and lies You lost your culture and the jewels that you came with They learned your alchemy and they used it to make a name with Became the false gods while the real ones suffered the Jews Became dull and over time they lost their luster You forgot the mission and got tricked into submission Now the elders sent me here to resurrect the beats and rhythms This is your movement and it can never be stopped It's the spirit of our people given the name of hip hop
full exaltation to those who liberate themselves. Joyous, joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Woman Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is the brew made of two. The brew made of two. We're going to start off in the praise up because there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed, starting off with Genesis 19.1. And there came two angels to Sodom at even, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom, and Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. Genesis 7.15 And they went in unto Noah, into the ark, two and two, of all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. Genesis 1.16 And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. Psalms 62.11 God hath spoken once, twice have I heard this, that power belongeth unto God. Job 45 Once have I spoken, but I will not answer, yea, twice, but I will proceed no further. Job 33.14 for God speaketh once, yea, twice, yet man perceiveth it not. Ezekiel 41.23 And the temple and the sanctuary had two doors. Isaiah 40.2 Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem, and cry unto her, that her warfare is accomplished that her iniquity is pardoned. For she hath received the Lord's hand double for all of her sins. And Genesis 41.32 And for that the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. It is because the thing is established by God, and God will shortly bring it to pass. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme, the brew made of two, blessings and grace. When 
Your love is my faith. Gave me a reason to want to fulfill my fate. Your love gave me reason. Your love
blessings, and grace, and welcome to tonight's theme, The Brew Made of Two. Everything is based on two, yin and yang, male and female, positive and negative, black and white, on and off, the sacred duality, the interdependent opposites. The number two conveys the meaning of a union, division, or verification of facts by witnesses, a man and woman, though two in number, are made one in marriage. There is also a union between Yeshua and the church. The testimony of the Most High is divided into Old and New Testaments. His agreement with mankind are divided into Old and New Covenants. And though two in number, God the Father and God the Son compose a single Godhead. Those who ultimately refuse to repent and obey the Most High will be put to death forever by being thrown into the lake of fire, which is called the second death. Revelations 21.8 This act will eternally divide those who are righteous from those who practice evil. The testimony, at the minimum, of at least two people are needed in the Old Testament to convict someone of a crime or sin. The validity of this teaching of two people needed was confirmed by the Apostle Paul in 1 Timothy 5.19 and Titus 3.10. In the end time, two witnesses will appear on the world scene to testify and uphold the truth of the Most High against the beast and the false prophet. Mentioned in Revelation 11, Yeshua sent the disciples out in groups of two so that they could not only testify about his teachings and miracles, but also be witnesses of those who accepted or rejected the gospel. Mark 6, 7-13 Two can also convey comparison and contrast. The Old Covenant was based on physical blessings for obedience while the New is based on those that are spiritual. In the Old Testament, physical circumcision was required in order to be considered part of God's people, while the new requires circumcision of the heart. The Most High formerly required obedience only to the letter of His laws, but now calls upon man to obey their spiritual intent as well. The word God appears in all books except two which are the Song of Solomon and Esther, and the shortest verse in the Bible, which is, Jesus wept, is found in John eleven thirty five, contains just two words. The number two symbolizes witness and support. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. Ecclesiastes 4, 9. Two cherubim, guarded the Ark of the Covenant, Exodus 25-22, companionship, witness, division. Although a man and woman are brought together as one in marriage, they are still two individual people, purposed by God to be companions to each other in separate and unique ways. Two tablets contained in the Ten Commandments Two testaments make up the word 
of the Most High. There are two parts in a day. Two blind men who testified of Yeshua healed. Two disciples were given the testimony of Yeshua to give to John in prison. And also, two witnesses who are the two olive trees and two candlesticks during the tribulation, mentioned in Revelation 11, 3-4. Many say good things come in pairs. Two symbolizes partnership. Two is the number of balance, but also the number of conflict and opposition. The sun, moon, light, dark, day, night, good, bad, life, death. Two is the number of division. Two is the number of Eve, the first woman. In the Bible, Genesis chapter 1, the six days of creation are described. The second day is the only day that the saying, and God saw it was good, is left out. For this reason, some consider two to be unlucky. Taurus is the second astrological sign in the Zodiac. And in the Tarot, the number two is the card of the High Priestess. The High Priestess symbolizes wisdom and good judgment. In Taoist philosophy, yin and yang are the two forces that keep the universe in perfect balance. In Chinese culture, the number two is a yin number. It has no center. Yin is the female force. Yin symbolizes the earth, the cold, the dark, and the soft. Yang is the male force. Yang symbolizes the heavens, the warmth, the light, and the hard. In Islam, two angels follow each human and write down their good and bad deeds. Surah 50, 16-17. A binary star is a star system consisting of two stars orbiting around each other. The brighter star is called the primary, and the other is called a companion star, or secondary star. This is an exceedingly common phenomenon. In Hebrew, the feminine form of two is shatayim, and it means divide, difference, oppose, judge, discern, witness, Conflict, blessing, abundance, building, couple, dying to self. It is also related to the Hebrew word shana, meaning change or repeat. Ideally, two should mirror one, as in the two shall become one flesh, making a true pair that works together, like one's ears, eyes, nostrils, hands, and feet. There are two great commandments, love God, love neighbor, two houses of Israel, two sticks, two sisters, two olive branches, two silver trumpets, two good spies, Joshua and Caleb. What is opposite is meant to complement for a blessing, not bring division and conflict. There were two pillars that protected and watched over Israel in the wilderness a pillar of cloud by day, and a pillar of fire by night. These watery fire pillars reflect the earthly waters and the heavenly fire waters of day two of creation. Ideally, two is meant to bring a blessing, which begins with the letter B, bet, 
in Hebrew. To bless is to multiple something or someone. With the number two, multiplication becomes possible. When two isn't reflecting the positive side of one, unity, it brings division rather than multiplication, which is a blessing. The second Hebrew letter, bet, has the numerical value of two. And the pictograph of it shows it means it denotes a house, a tent, to build, and division. As a preposition, it means in or with. The first letter of the Bible is an enlarged Hebrew bet. And this implies that the Most High's intent from the very beginning is to expand, build his house. Heaven and earth are meant to reflect, mirror one another in oneness. The second spirit of the Most High is Banah, which is understanding, a building, discerning spirit. Isaiah 11.2 The second church of Revelation is Smyrna, meaning myrrh. And the negative side of two is a lying forked tongue, division separating unto death. Second wicked abomination, Proverbs 6, 16 to 19. Mankind has two natures. They mirror the two trees in the garden, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Christians liken this to Christ's nature and the sin nature. Jews, however, refer to the two natures of man as the Yetzer Hara and the Yetzer Hatov. Literally, this is the evil inclination and the good inclination. The Bible declares that the second tree produces both good and evil, mind, emotions, will, instincts, appetites, and desires. Two requires one to discern the difference between the good and the evil and to master or rule your impulses, not to deny that they exist, but to rule within self-sovereignty. It also requires one to look inward at the heart to see which nature sits on the throne. And the second spirit of God, Benah, separates materials in order to build. And since this day is not called good, we must be very careful in how and what we separate. Division is only truly good if it leads to building and gathering, multiplication, not tearing down in isolation, reducing and division. Bet is the first letter of the story of creation, starting the entire Torah. Beth represents the beginning of duality, with the one creator bringing forth a created world so that there can be both a giver, the creator, and a receiver, the created world, for the creator to bestow upon. This creates the leap from absolute oneness to the ability for there to be two. Beth's literal meaning and form denote a house, and it represents the universal concept of a container or vessel. The created world is meant to house within it the spiritual. The physical world is meant to be a place for the Creator's glory to manifest. 
the body is meant to contain the soul, allowing it to act in this world. The dual world actually contains within it the ultimate oneness, but concealed. The Beth is the tool, the source of all building, containing and then bringing forth all of the other letters. The number two represents polarity and separation. It is symbolized by a line or by two circles connected at their centers, called the Vesica Pisces. Essentially, it is the mirror of consciousness and expansion that is at the heart of all creation. The number two and duality have been symbolized in various myths and symbols. You can recognize this universal symbol in stories of twins, the fish, the all-seeing eye, the yin-yang symbol, and the two pillars of Solomon's temple, Boaz and Jachin, which represent the pillars of the sun and the moon, two opposites. Duality is alteration, diversity, conflict, dependence. It is rooted, seen as balance, two sides, stability, reflection. Two are the opposite poles, represents the dual nature of the human being. It is desire, since all that is manifest in duality is in pairs of opposites. As one represents a point, two represents a length. The binary is the first number to recede from unity. Two represents twofold strength. In alchemy, it's the sun and the moon, the king and queen, sulfur and quicksilver. At first antagonistic, but finally resolved and united. Buddhists see two as the duality of male and female. Two is theory and practice, wisdom and method. It is the blind and the lame united to see the way and to walk it. In Hebrew, two is also the life force. In Kabbalism, it's wisdom and self-consciousness. The Pythagoreans revered the monad, but despised the duad because it was the symbol of polarity. By the power of the duad, the deep was created in contradiction to the heavens. The deep mirrored the heavens and became the symbol of illusion. For below was merely a reflection of above. The below was called Maya, the illusion, the sea, the great void. And to symbolize it, the Magi of Persia carried mirrors. From the duad arose disputes and contentions, until by bringing the monad between the duad, equilibrium was reestablished by the Savior God, who took upon himself the form of a number and was crucified between two thieves for the sins of men. Two is the embodiment of partnership, balance, to find the holistic value and purpose of cooperation and co-creation. All manifestation requires co-creation, and nothing is created by self alone. Two is the vibration of balance between male and female. Knowing that two also represents division, it reminds oneself to be a peacemaker and to always be gentle and tactful, diplomatic and forgiving. The number two is linked to duality, strength, power, honesty, and abundance. It also vibrates with your duality in each of us 
there is a masculine and feminine energy that created us. The number two resonates with trust and faith. Trust in yourself and your ability to manifest and have faith in the fact that the Most High will bring you someone to co-create with. Use your keen powers of observation to discern so that as you divide and separate, you're preparing a place to build. And after you divide, you multiply. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and gnosis, blessings and grace. Keep on moving while maintaining balance Keeping grounded, don't make them change you Into their little fool Round and round, they twist in their words Keep changing They can't keep up with their lies Now that we know this, we can't get stuck here Keep on moving while maintaining balance Examine ourselves in our daily living Yeah, say 
Welcome to the Go and Gnosis, your news infused with consciousness, starting off with the BBC.com. Russian trolls' chief target was black United States voters in 2016. Senate inquiry has concluded that a Russian fake news campaign targeted no single group more than African Americans. It says Russian operatives used social media to deter black people from voting and planted subtly racist content to incite conflict between ethnicities. The report comes two years in the Senate Intelligence Committee's investigation into the 2016 election. Social media firms say they are trying to prevent it from happening again. 
thousands of Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube accounts created by the St. Petersburg-based Internet Research Agency, IRA, were aimed at harming Hillary Clinton's campaign and supporting Donald Trump. The committee concludes, more than 66% of Facebook adverts posted by the Russian troll farm contained a term related to race. African-American community voters were discouraged from voting and from supporting Hillary Clinton. The Senate Intelligence Report says posts were aimed at making Americans suspicious of one another and of the United States government. Russian ads aimed at African Americans mimicked social justice movements that were already active in the black community and tried to create a negative response from other United States ethnic groups, the report says. Facebook says it has doubled the number of people working on safety and security, and just last month met several government agencies, including the FBI, as well as academics, to prevent Russian influence in the 2020 elections. The social media site says it takes down millions of fake accounts a day and has improved its response results across all of its teams. Google said videos on YouTube were viewable by anyone. Users can create videos intended for certain audiences, but there is no way to target by race. Twitter said that it had received no information from the United States government before the 2016 election about the state-sponsored operation. Since discovering the issue, a spokeswoman from Twitter said it was working with law enforcement and the FBI as well as the Department of Homeland Security and had conducted a public investigation into the events of 2016. Moving forward to TheGuardian.com, Blackwater founder Eric Prince secretly met Venezuela vice president. Eric Prince, founder of the private security firm Blackwater and prominent supporter of Donald Trump, made a secret visit to Venezuela last month and met Vice President Delcy Rodriguez, one of Nicolas Maduro's closest allies. The visit, described by one source as outreach to Maduro's government, came just eight months after Prince floated a plan to deploy a private army to help topple the Venezuelan leader. It was unclear what Prince, the brother of Trump's education secretary, Betsy DeVos, discussed with Rodriguez. The meeting was first reported by Bloomberg. A meeting with Rodriguez, who was under United States sanctions, could raise questions about whether Prince might have run afoul of United States law, which prohibits Americans from virtually any business dealings with sanctioned individuals, and specifically with the Venezuelan government. The Venezuelan vice president's office also oversees the country's national intelligence service. Prince informed one White House official of the planned meeting ahead of his trip, but it is not known whether he asked for approval or advice, according to one of the sources. The White House declined to comment when asked if United States officials had advanced word of Prince's visit or whether it was seen as a possible line of communication with Maduro government. In January, Washington recognized the opposition leader, Juan Guaido, as the OPEC nation's legitimate president and began ratcheting up sanctions and diplomatic pressure in an effort to oust Maduro. 
Prince's spokesman, Mark Cohen, declined to comment. Rodriguez did not respond to questions via text message. Her brother, the information minister, Jorge Rodriguez, also did not respond to a request for comment. Five sources told Reuters that Prince, a businessman known for his right-wing views, visited Caracos around 21st or the 20th of November and met Rodriguez, a leader of Venezuela's ruling Socialist Party, who was appointed as vice president by Maduro last year. It was something more than a private business trip. One Venezuelan source in Washington who has contacts with both the opposition and Maduro's government said, Prince's meeting with Rodriguez represents a surprising twist for a businessman with long experience of trying to privatize warfare. In April, Routers reported that Prince had proposed using a private army of 5,000 mercenaries to topple Maduro. There is no sign that Prince's plan ever advanced beyond an early discussion stage. Prince has been accused of acting as a back channel on behalf of Trump before. As Trump was preparing to take office in 2017, Prince met with an official close to Vladimir Putin in the Seychelles Island off the coast of East Africa. Special counsel Robert Mueller's report on his Russia investigation said the meeting was set up with the knowledge of the former White House aide Stephen Bannon. Blackwater sparked international outrage in 2007 when its employees shot and killed 17 Iraqi civilians in Baghdad. One of the employees involved was convicted of murder in December, and three others were convicted of manslaughter. And if my memory serves me correctly, Blackwater was also there, hired by people who live in luxury communities, and they wanted to keep the Katrina victims out of their gated community when they were looking for help. Moving forward to SCMP.com. We are not a United States colony. South Korean protesters destroy portraits of United States ambassador outside of embassy. United States ambassador Harry Harris has become a political lightning rod for the South Koreans, angered by United States President Donald Trump's push to get South Korea to pay billions of dollars more toward maintaining the 28,500 American troops Station there. Harris out. We are not a United States colony. We are not an ATM machine. The demonstrators chanted outside the embassy, surrounded by phalanxes of police. The left-leaning protesters from several youth groups cheered as two students smashed up blocks of tofu and acorn jelly adorned with paper portraits of Harris. Longtime allies, the United States and South Korea are in dispute over how much each should pay for the United States troops in South Korea. Trump has demanded Seoul pay as much as $4 more a year. According to South Korean officials, a new round of talks is scheduled in Seoul next week. South Korea currently contributes about $900 million to the upkeep of United States troops in the country. South Korea has the third largest presence of United States troops based overseas after Japan and Germany. Another gathering of progressive groups is planned for Saturday outside the United States Embassy to urge Washington to withdraw its request for defense cost sharing increases ahead of the next round of the Special Measures Agreement talks next week. Moving forward to iflscience.com. 
Western companies are implicated in China's harvesting of prisoner organs, says New Report. China is continuing to harvest organs from executed prisoners, including some political prisoners and persecuted minority groups, to fuel the country's growing transplantation trade, while an international backlash is starting to build up momentum A new report accuses many in the West of being complicit in these ghastly practices. The report, titled The Economics of Organ Harvesting in China, argues that numerous Western medical and pharmaceutical companies are profiting from their links with forced organ harvesting in China. Some of the Western links to organ harvesting are subtle and often implicit, such as selling the immunosuppressive drugs or medical equipment necessary to perform the operations. However, as the authors of the report note, China's transplant system is effectively dependent on the import of devices for organ preservation from multi-billion dollar corporations like Pfizer in the United States and Roche in Switzerland. These companies are in a very powerful position because China's transplant industry would falter without them. It's imperative they withdraw from China immediately to help save innocent people who are being killed for their organs, Susie Hughes, executive director of the International Coalition to End Transplant Abuse in China, stated in an email press release. There is also the issue of organized transplant tourism. While individuals often organize this themselves, a significant number of transplant tourists going to China use the services of brokers, hospitals, or private companies. The report highlights 20 countries, including the United States, Canada, the United Kingdom, and Australia, that have sent medical tourists to China for organ transplant. According to the statistics cited by the report, at least 97 patients in the United States withdrew from waiting lists and went to China for a transplant between 2000 and 2006. The report sets out compelling evidence that several multinational companies are complicit in transplant abuse in China where prisoners of conscience are killed for their organs, notes Dr. David Matas, an international human rights lawyer and expert witness who testified in the China Tribunal. This complicity violates the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development Guidelines for Multinational Enterprises, The national contact points reasonable for the guidelines should be engaged in each of the countries where these countries are headquartered to address this complicity. Pray that all the complicit ones are rooted out and made to pay in some great way. Moving forward to news.mogabe.com. Murderers of indigenous leaders in Brazilian Amazon hits highest level in two decades. Murders of indigenous people make up 37% of all rural killings this year, up from 7% in 2018, according to CPT data. These crimes reflect the escalation of hate and barbarism inflamed by Jair Bolsonaro's government, which is attacking us daily, denying our right to exist, and promoting the historical illness of racism, said Sonia Guajahara in a statement last week. In response to the increased attacks on Brazil's indigenous people, civil society is summoning the federal government to act. 
Our hope is that they, the government, will revisit their stance and open a channel for dialogue. But until now, the justice minister has not invited them to talk, says Sirka Kerr. Moga Bay reached out to the Ministry of Justice and the Federal Police for further clarifications. The Federal Police responded that the investigations are confidential and they would not be giving interviews on the topic. The Ministry of Justice did not respond to requests for comment. Blessings and strength and strategy sent to the indigenous people of Brazil in their fight for equanimity and justice. Moving forward to Routers.com, United States Justice Department preparing legal action against Live Nation Entertainment on allegations the concert promoter has sought to strong-arm concert venues into using its dominant Ticketmaster subsidiary, a source familiar with the planned legal action, said on Friday. The department believes the concert promoter's conduct has violated the merger settlement Live Nation and Ticketmaster reached with the government in 2010 and plans to file a decree enforcement action, the source said. The Wall Street Journal was first to report the planned legal action on Friday. Live Nation did not respond to a request for comment. The Justice Department allowed the companies to merge on condition they abide by a range of conditions to keep ticket prices in check including agreeing to be barred from retaliating against venue owners who use a competing ticket service. As ticket prices rise and the settlement is set to expire next year, the government now plans to extend the restrictions by several years and prohibit coercive conduct by Live Nation. Moving forward to CNN.com, Pope lifts secrecy rules for sex abuse. Pope Francis has abolished Vatican secrecy rules for cases of sexual abuse, effectively allowing the Catholic Church to share documents and information with civil authorities and allow victims to be updated on the statuses of their cases. The Church already shares files with authorities in some countries, such as the United States, but the practice is not universal. Some Catholic churches around the world have evoked the pontifical secret to refuse cooperation in certain cases. Pontifical secret is considered the highest level of confidentiality in church law, which covers a number of administrative cases at the Vatican, such as nominations of cardinals, investigations by the Secretariat of State, and by the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith. The violation of pontifical secrecy can result in excommunication from the church. Pontifical secret is no longer an excuse. The Vatican's top investigator for sexual abuse, Archbishop Charles Ski Kluna, said, Abolishing pontifical secrecy will allow victims to be informed of the outcome of their cases at the Vatican. Now it is important that further steps are taken towards transparency along with regard to the thousands of acts of abuse cases stored in Vatican chambers and palaces. These files must be made available for independent review and investigation. Also on Tuesday, Pope Francis expanded the Church's definition of child pornography, raising age limit on who is considered a child from 14 to 18. The laws which will come into effect in January 2020 
will mean possession of pornography of children under the age of 18 is a crime under Vatican laws. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology, blessings, and grace. Beware of politicians creating divisions. The system needs revision. Give the people what they want. Politicians stop gallivants. Give the people what they need. Equal rights and justice, please. Give the people what they want. Politicians of Caliphant. Give the people what they need. Equal rights and justice, please. The people want roots and culture. Best and ivy trample vulture. Give them Marcus Garvey philosophy. Select speeches of his majesty. Teach them the African roots. Let them sip the natural fruits. The chickens come home to roost. No compromise, no excuse. Give the people what they want. Politicians of Gallivant. Give the people what they need. Equal rights and justice, please. Give the people what they want. Politicians of Gallivant. Give the people what they need. Equal rights and justice, please. We don't need no miseducation. We not take no interrogation. They said they won't carry me to station. I said that is discrimination. Them tactics of intimidation. Why they won't kill my black nation? I am chanting for liberation. Now go stop the repatriation. Give the people what they want. Politicians of Gallivant Give the people what they need Equal rights and justice please Give the people what they want Politicians of Gallivant Give the people what they need Equal rights and justice please The children need shelter and food Every family want to live good some sipping champagne by the pool Some can't find the fees for the school hm, They must take with the fool You know, say me and them couldn't cool I said they're too wicked and cruel But them all got them a Babylon tool Give the people what they want Politicians of Gallivant Give the people what they need Equal rights and justice, please Give the people what they want. Politicians of Gallivant. Give the people what they need. Equal rights and justice, please. Beware of politicians creating division. This system needs revision. Women, round of applause. Get my goals, women, round of applause. Know my roots, women, round of applause. If they come and get you, get you, get your armor done, my sweater. Gonna get a female, bitch, a bitch, a bitch, she gon' catch her. Big old woman gonna come and applaud. Got my back, woman, I do applaud. I'm an F, 
L E M A L E from the ghetto. Yeah, she got a brain and stiletto. She work by the now, still got time for the metro. Passing on her way and forget about the echoes of the ghetto. I can get cause she never leave the ghetto. Gotta tell them things are memo cause in time she gonna let go. She a queen. And you know she never leave. They be waiting for a stumble, but she never trip again. But she never trip again Ain't the tenant, class, wrong Asking if baby got back Got it from the motherland Mother Mary never met a mother Can't be like that So far, only made in every car Cause the women in my village Only carry five stars
Blessings and grace, and I'm back with tech knowledge, starting off on Vice.com. First lawsuit of its kind accuses big tech of profiting from child labor in cobalt mines. Apple, Google, Microsoft, Dell, and Tesla are being sued over the alleged reliance on cobalt mined by children. In the first lawsuit of its kind, Apple, Google, Microsoft, Dell, and Tesla are being sued on behalf of 14 Congolese families whose children were killed or permanently injured while illegally mining cobalt for electronics made by these companies. Filed in the United States District Court for the District of Columbia by Human Rights Group International Rights Advocates, the federal class action lawsuit alleges the companies aided and abetted a system of forced child labor and had specific knowledge of the conditions these children were working in but did not act to protect their profit margins. Cobalt is an essential mineral for advanced electronics necessary for the lithium batteries that power smartphones, personal computers, and electric vehicles. While these batteries may power renewable technologies necessary to avoid climate apocalypse, making them is not without its own problems. Cobalt mining is done at great cost to the miners, their communities, and their ecosystem. In the complaint, the Congolese families go into vivid detail explaining how abject poverty made them desperate enough to work at the mines, paid as little as $2 a day. $2 a day for dangerous and demanding work conditions. In one instance, a child went to work in the Glencore-owned mine after his family could no longer afford his school fees. A tunnel collapsed on him, and his body was never recovered. According to the lawsuit, another child, who also worked at a Glencore-owned mine, fell into a mine but after being dragged out by other miners, was left alone until his parents found him. The accident left him paralyzed from the chest down. Others still say tunnel collapses killed their children, broke their spines, or maimed their limbs. None of them, not one, were compensated for deaths or injuries, the lawsuit said. The lawsuit is clear in its allegations that these companies knowingly entered into business with the mining firms despite knowledge of their child labor supply chains and is seeking damages for their forced labor, but also for unjust enrichment, negligent supervision, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Apple and other companies have said in recent years that they've taken steps to not work with mines that use child labor, but time and time again, reporters and international nonprofits have shown that the global supply chain is convoluted to the point that it is difficult to be sure exactly who is doing the mining. Blessings and strength to the lawyers and the families, the 14 Congolese families whose children were killed or permanently injured, let the lawyers defending them come out victorious. Moving forward to CNN.com, New Orleans mayor declares state of emergency in wake of city cyber attack. New Orleans mayor Latanya Cantrell declared a state of emergency Friday after the city was hit by a cyber attack. Phishing attempts and suspicious activity were detected on the city's network around 5 a.m. 
New Orleans Chief Information Officer Kim LeGrew said during a press conference, by 11 a.m., technician investigators detected a cybersecurity incident and the city's information technology department began powering down servers and city computers as a precaution. The New Orleans Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness said in a series of tweets, while ransomware was detected, no ransom has been demanded in the cyber attack, Control said. At this time, the city does not believe any employee information was compromised during the phishing attempts that occurred. The incident is being investigated by the city, with assistance from the Louisiana State Police, Louisiana National Guard, the FBI, and Secret Service, according to tweets. The city's 911 system was not affected by the attack, the city said. Cottrell said the attack is similar to the most recent attack on the state level. In July, several school systems in Louisiana were attacked by malware, prompting the governor to issue a state of emergency. Moving forward to AsiaTimes.com, gene editing on Chinese twins may have caused mutations. The gene editing performed on Chinese twins last year, meant to immunize them against HIV, may have failed in its purpose and created unintended mutations. Scientists said Tuesday after the original research was made public for the first time. Excerpts from the manuscript was released by the MIT Technology Review for the purpose of showing how Chinese biophysicist He Jianku ignored ethical and scientific norms in creating the twins Lula and Nana, whose birth in late 2018 sent shockwaves through the scientific world. He made expansive claims of a medical breakthrough that could control the HIV epidemic, but it was not clear whether it had even been successful in its intended purpose, immunizing the babies against the virus, because the team did not in fact reproduce the gene mutation that confers this resistance. Further ethical concerns included that the parents of the babies might have wanted to take part for the wrong reasons. The father was HIV positive, which carries a significant social stigma in China and makes it almost impossible to have access to fertility treatment, even though a well-established technique known as sperm washing prevents the infection from being passed to unborn children. Their lack of access to any kind of fertility treatment may have motivated them to take part in the experiment despite the huge risk to their children. Jean O'Brien, a reproductive endocrinologist at Shady Grove Fertility, told the MIT Review, the authors also appeared to have taken steps to make it hard to find the family, like leaving the names of the fertility doctors off of the paper, and including a false date of birth. He attempted to shop his manuscript around to prestigious journals, including Nature and JAMA, but it remains unpublished. Moving forward to newatlas.com, sound waves used to separate microplastics from laundry wastewater. The world's oceans are currently under threat, not only from large pieces of plastic trash, but also from minuscule microplastic particles many of which take the form of fibers that are shed by synthetic fabrics as they are being washed. A new system uses sound to help capture those fibers at their source. First of all, scientists have already developed filters 
that help to remove microplastic fibers from the wastewater that drains out of washing machines. Such filters usually have to be cleaned or replaced. However, plus, their pores do allow particularly small fibers to pass through. With these limitations in mind, researchers at Japan Shinsu University have designed what's known as a bulk acoustive wave, BAW system. Bulk acoustive wave system. It starts with a central stream of microplastic fiber-laden wastewater that forks into three separate channels. Just upstream of the forking point, a piezoelectric device is used to apply acoustic waves from either side of the central stream, creating a standing acoustic wave in its middle. The fibers congregate within that wave and are subsequently all carried down the middle channel. Clean, plastic-free water goes down the other two side channels. This means that the clean water could proceed into the sewer system while the fiber-heavy water could be collected for disposal, which would likely involve evaporating the water, then collecting the fibers. In lab tests, the BOSS setup was found to capture 95% of PET, PET, polyethane, terephthalate fibers, and 99% of nylon-6 fibers. Before the system can enter production, though, the fiber separation process needs to be speeded up as it would currently take washing machines quite a long time to drain. A paper on the research, which is being led by Professor Hiroshi Moriwaki and Yoshitaki Akiyama, was recently published in the journal Sensors and Actuators B. Chemical. Moving forward to Fortune.com, IBM's AI can now mine people's collective thoughts. IBM's AI can now mine people's collective thoughts. Will businesses use this data thoughtfully? It's ironic, but artificial intelligence is on the cusp of harnessing the collective wisdom locked inside the human hive mind. Showcasing a piece of software at a debate in the 200-year-old Cambridge Union Debating Society in Cambridge, England in late November, IBM wanted to demonstrate that it could assist two teams of human debaters sift relevant arguments from a field of hundreds of pieces of information near instantly. Of course, the general concept that there's wisdom in crowds is nothing new. In the past, IBM has showcased a similar system that could pull arguments from millions of news articles and distill them. But how to extract that wisdom, particularly from individual opinions not organized in a structured way, as in news stories, has always been a tricky problem. But IBM's approach is something more called speech by crowd. The system can take thousands of arguments, divvy them up into categories, and then summarize the main points of each position. John Bahannon, chief scientist at San Francisco-based AI company Primer, says there is a tremendous demand for companies hoping to find better and cheaper ways to do market research. Summarizing free text opinions is one way to do this, he says. But this speech-by-crowd system is designed to work alongside human decision-makers, providing them with insights, and IBM isn't alone in augmenting human analysis in this way. For instance, Primer also markets software that extracts insights from documents as a way to help human analysis in fields ranging from market research to finance 
to national security. But these tools are not designed to replace humans. We want to turn that human into a computer-human pair, Bohannon says. Richard Socher, the chief scientist at Salesforce, which is also working on summarization as a major focus of research, makes an analogy to what has happened in the field of translation since the advent of machine learning-based translation software. Today, most human translators use such software to take a first pass through a document. Only then does the human take over, cleaning up language and capturing more subtle nuance. For instance, translating colloquialisms and metaphors that machines still struggle to translate, as well as humans. By contrast, most analysis still manually pour through reams of documents and manually summarize them, Socha says, with the renewed attention focused on AI-enabled summarization tools from tech giants like IBM and Salesforce and smaller specialized firms like Primer that may be starting to change. Moving forward to SingularityHub.com, this light-based nervous system helps robots feel. What if we could give robots an artificial nervous system? This month, a team led by Dr. Rob Shepard at Cornell University did just that with a seriously clever twist. Rather than mimicking the electrical signals in our nervous system, his team turned to light by embedding optical fibers inside 3D-printed stretchable material. The team engineered an optical lace that can detect changes in pressure less than a fraction of a pound and pinpoint the location to spot half the width of a tiny needle. The invention isn't just an artificial skin. Instead, the delicate fibers can be distributed on both inside a robot and on its surface, giving it both a sense of tactile touch and, most importantly, an idea of its own body in space. Optical lace isn't a superficial coating of mechanical sensors. It's an entire platform that may finally endow robots with nerve-like networks throughout the body. Eventually, engineers hope to use this fleshy, washable material to coat the sharp metal interior of current robots, transforming C-3PO into a human-like host of Westworld. Robots with bodily sense could act as better caretakers for the elderly, said Shepard, because they can assist fragile people without inadvertently bruising or otherwise harming them. The results were published in Science Robotics. Although remarkably novel, the optical lace isn't yet ready for prime time. One problem is scalability. Because of light loss, the material is limited to a certain size. However, rather than coding an entire robot, it may help to add optical lace to body parts where perception is critical, for example, fingertips and hands. The team sees plenty of potential to keep developing the artificial flesh. Depending on particular needs, both the light guides and scaffold can be modified for sensitivity, spatial resolution, and accuracy. Multiple optical fibers that measure for different aspects, pressure, pain, temperature, can potentially be embedded in the same region, giving robots a multitude of senses. And this way, we hope to reduce the number of electronics and combine signals from multiple sensors without losing information, the author said. By taking inspiration from biological networks, it may even be possible to use various inputs through an optical layer to control how the robot behaves. 
closing the loop from sensation to action. So they have invented light-based nervous system that helps robots to feel. Moving forward to independent.co.uk, man who had transplant finds out months later his DNA has changed to that of a donor 5,000 miles away. His DNA changed. Chris Long, sheriff's office colleagues, have been using him as a human guinea pig. Three months after his bone marrow transplant, Chris Long of Reno, Nevada, learned that the DNA in his blood had changed. It had all been replaced by the DNA of his donor, a German man he had exchanged just a handful of text messages with. He'd been encouraged to test his blood by a colleague at the sheriff's office where he worked. She had an inkling this might happen. It's the goal of the procedure, after all. Weak blood is replaced by healthy blood, and with it, the DNA it contains. But four years after his life-saving procedure, it was not only Long's blood that was affected. Swabs off his lips and cheeks contained his DNA, but also that of his donor. Even more surprising to Long and other colleagues at the crime lab, all of the DNA in his semen belonged to his donor. All of the DNA in his semen belonged to his donor. I thought it was pretty incredible that I can disappear and someone else can appear, he said. Long had become a chimera, the technical term for the rare person with two sets of DNA. This word takes its name from a fire-breathing creature in Greek mythology composed of a lion, goat, and serpent parts. Doctors and forensic scientists have long known that certain medical procedures turn people into chimeras, but where exactly a donor's DNA shows up beyond blood has rarely been studied with criminal applications in mind. Tens of thousands of people get bone marrow transplants every year for blood cancers and other blood diseases, including leukemia, lymphoma, and sickle cell anemia. Although it's unlikely that any of them would end up as the perpetrator or victim of a crime, the idea that they could intrigued Log's colleagues at the Washoe County Sheriff's Department who have been using their totally innocent colleague in IT as a bit of a human guinea pig. The implications of Long's case, which was presented at an international forensic science conference in September, have now captured the interests of DNA analysts far beyond Nevada. Everyone who has reviewed Long's case agrees on one thing. He is a living, breathing case study of one, and it's impossible to say how many other people respond to bone marrow transplants the same way he did. It's simply one of those curious possibilities that forensic analysts may want to consider when DNA results are not adding up. For his part, Long says he hopes to meet his donor during an upcoming trip to Germany to thank him in person for saving his life. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace. Just meant to be Sometimes myself And what's 
Turn around and face the truth, y'all. Stand up for truths and rights, y'all. Gotta tear down these walls, y'all. Yeah. How can we stop this deceiving? Nothing left to believe in. Everybody looking round for the way out.
greens before the green consumes you. Focused on the dollar and the dream until the body lets down on you. You say the cat is hard to chew, so you'd rather eat your junk food. Stagnant frequency inside the temple. Now it's affecting your mental state of mind. It happens all the time. You better eat your greens, greens, greens. Asparagus, parsley. Cucumber, carrot, don't forget the collard greens Basil, oregano You know I love my avocado I'm in love with the cocoa, coconut Daylight come, told me I go pick a bunch of green banana Boil it in a stew So you know I gotta add some callaloo Blessings and grace, and welcome to Herbnology. I'll be talking about the benefits of beetroot. Beets, also called beetroot, have been consumed since the days of ancient Greece and ancient Rome. It has always been believed to be a nutritious vegetable, and recent scientific studies have confirmed this. Beetroot contains numerous vitamins and minerals that contribute to overall good health. Beetroot improves blood flow to the brain and can slow the progress of dementia. Beetroot has a number of nutrients that are important for general health. Beetroot contains potassium, calcium, sodium, magnesium, and dietary nitrate. Potassium lowers heart rate and regulates metabolism. Sodium and magnesium help with proper fluid levels in the body. The dietary nitrate in beetroot is linked to lower blood pressure and a reduced incidence of heart disease. Beetroot is also rich in vitamin A, vitamin C, and iron. Vitamin A is important for mucous membrane, healthy skin, and good vision. Vitamin C boosts the immune system. Iron is an important mineral for red blood cell production in the body. Beetroot also contains folates that aid DNA synthesis within the cells. The fiber in beetroot helps to slow down its conversion into glucose, which makes it a good food for those with type 2 diabetes. The fiber can also help to reduce cholesterol. The nitrates in beetroot also widen blood vessels for better exercise and athletic performance. Beetroot also contains silica, which helps to strengthen bones and hair, as well as maintain good skin condition. All parts of the beetroot can be consumed. The leaf tops can be put into salads or sautéed in olive oil. The leaves should be fresh and crisp for best taste and nutrient value. The root can be eaten raw or cooked. Beetroot can be processed into flavorful juice. Adding a little lemon juice to the beet juice will improve the flavor and coloring of the juice. Beetroot extract supplements are also available in pill form for those who don't like the taste of beets or don't have the time to prepare beet juice or cooked beets. Beets improve athletic performance. It boosts digestion, improves brain neuroplasticity, 
due to the nitrates present in them. It has anti-cancer potential. It prevents anemia. It promotes liver detoxification. It improves your heart health. It acts as an aphrodisiac. Beets have been considered an aphrodisiac or sexual booster for millennia. Parts of the stem from the fact that beets contain significant levels of the mineral boron, which helps to produce the production of sexual hormones. So this may lead to boost in libido, increased fertility, and improved sperm mobility. It reduces birth defects, prevents respiratory problems, boosts immunity, and reduces macular degeneration. It prevents cataracts, capillary fragility, and it's a high source of fiber that also prevents strokes and promotes bone health. Beets being high in folate help in the optimal functioning and repair of cells. This helps prevent premature aging. Abundant in oxidants and vitamin C, beets are a natural way to ensure the glow on your skin. Look to the nature of the Most High for your first line of defense. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. Because me pretty, don't you think it can get ugly? I a kill them softly, still that one ya a go hard When me step forward, me no one no hypocrites around me Mother of the earth, I bring balance and set the laws Protecting the children and the elders from creation When necessary, stepping on the front line of the war Balance to me, king together, building up the nation Title with a rifle and plenty ammunition I'm a lion, yes me ever blessed, yeah. ready figure conquer anything we compete this. I'm a lion, yes, yeah. goddess in a flesh, the universal woman represent. Burning flame 
don't serve you anymore So you got to let him go Trying to hold on to yesterday You're gonna lose all your tomorrow The journey is for everybody And this one's just for you You do if you knew you couldn't 
It is time you open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape your metaphysical mind. Blessings and grace, and welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. We'll be starting off with the metaphysical meaning of the two witnesses of Revelations 1, 1, 3, and the two anointed ones of Zechariah 4.14. Metaphysically, we believe that there is an outer interpretation to all prophecy. We know that there is also an inner interpretation, and since this is the more necessary in our overcoming, we always seek to give the scriptures an individual meaning or explanation. According to the first chapter of Revelation, the whole book is the picture of a redeemed man. Therefore, there is no doubt that the 11th chapter is representative of an inner work, something that will take place in each one as he is being transformed into the perfect image and likeness of the Most High. Revelation 21.15 reads, And he that spake with me had for a measure a golden reed to measure the city. The 17th verse, giving the measurements, states that they were according to the measure of a man, that is, of an angel. In the 11th chapter we read, And there was given me a reed like unto a rod. And one said, Rod, and measure the temple of God, and the altar, and them that worship therein. Things are sometimes measured to find out not their size, but their true value. The temple was in Jerusalem and represents the place of worship in the heart center, Jerusalem being symbolical of this center in consciousness. The altar would be the consciousness of full consecration that takes place first in the temple of worship. Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service. Them that worship therein are the true spiritual thoughts in man, that love and worship the Most High. Those who are in the process of overcoming realize that, as Paul tells us in Romans, within them are the carnal mind or the outer personal self and the inner or Christ consciousness of truth. The putting off of the personal is a gradual work, which begins after a full consecration to the Most High on the part of the individual. And until it's entirely overcome, there is often a war in heaven within him. So the court, which is without the temple, that hath been given unto the nations and was not to be measured, represents the carnal thoughts or states of consciousness, conscious and subconscious, that have not yet been redeemed. Until they are lifted up and redeemed, they, to a certain extent, tread underfoot or keep from perfect expression and demonstration, the spirituality or God consciousness within man. The two witnesses, Revelations 11.3, or two olive trees, seem to be avenues by which the oil of life of the Spirit is brought into the body consciousness. In Zechariah 4.14, we are told of the two anointed ones that stand by the Lord of the whole earth. In Zechariah 4.4, the question is asked, What are these, my Lord? The sixth verse gives the answer. This is the word of Jehovah unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith Jehovah of hosts. 
Zerubbabel is one who restores the worship of the Most High. So these two witnesses, or anointed ones, keep declaring the word of the Most High in faith and power from the heart center into the whole earth, the uttermost parts of our body. Just below the heart is the seat of judgment. So these witnesses have power to discern and judge the thoughts and intents of the heart and to cause a drought to come into the earth or carnal consciousness and plagues of different kinds, as well as fire to purify and put away error thoughts that oppose the truth. The beast that cometh up out of the abyss in Revelations 11.7 must be some race error thought that has gained ascendancy through the power of people's belief in it. This thought, for a time, keeps the witnesses from continuing their work, and they remain seemingly inactive. They that dwell on the earth, which is the carnal mind, rejoice, for they think that they are free to go on in their old era, sense ways, and not be brought into judgment for them. But in a very short time, the word comes into greater activity than ever, with renewed power. The remainder of this chapter, together with the twelfth chapter, shows the great final struggle that occurred when Era, the adversary, is cast out of heaven, the kingdom of truth within man, into the earth. The succeeding chapters tell of the overcoming in the earth or outer man until the 21st and 22nd chapters, which show forth complete redemption. The holy city comes down from the Most High out of heaven to dwell in the earth. There shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain from the former things that have passed away. All things will have been made new. We go through all these experiences to the very highest and best, even the perfect renewal of the whole man, spirit, soul, and body. It all takes place right here on earth. That which takes place in us as individuals will be fulfilled in the earth also and it will be redeemed. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only so, but ourselves also, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for our adoption to it, the redemption of our body. And the Hebrew word sha'arim means double cleft, double apertures, two gates, two sluices, two measures, two assemblages, two forums, a city in the low land of Judah, Joshua 15.36, a city of Simeon, 1 Chronicles 4.31. Metaphysically, Sha'arim signifies the double way that is opened up by the attentive and obedient attitude of mind and by prayer and praise to eliminate from the consciousness and the organism the ever-sense beliefs and thoughts for which the Philistines stand, and the two thieves crucified with Yeshua, and Matthew 27:38. Metaphysically, the two thieves who were crucified with Yeshua represent the human belief in duality, good and evil, past and future. Yeshua in the midst represents the steady poise of the I am. The past is full of regrets and accusations, but the future is hopeful and sees good ahead in spite of the great trial at hand. Yeshua tells one, the good, 
the future, that he shall be with him in paradise, but the evil, the dead past, dies cursing. This is to show that after the carnal has thoroughly given up, there is no further necessity for an opposite. It is lost in its own nothingness or negation. And the Hebrew word safarvayim means dual meditations, two inscriptions, two letters, two blocks, two scribes. A city in Syria, the king of Assyria took people from this place and settled them in Samaria after he had carried the Israelites away captive in 2 Kings 17.24 and 19.13. The gods of Sapharvaim are mentioned in 2 Kings 17.31. Sapharvaim, metaphysically, is a dual state of consciousness, partly good, partly evil. Dual meditations, two inscriptions. This dual habit of thinking is the result of reasoning, according to the senses or outer appearances. Syria signifies the thoughts of the intellectual realm that have no understanding of the real, but draw their conclusion from the reasoning or of the outer, the sense man. And Dothan. Dothan is Hebrew for two wells, double cisterns, edicts, decrees, laws, customs, double feasts, the place where Joseph found his brethren when his father sent him to see how they were faring and where his brethren conspired against him and sold him into Egypt. Genesis 37:17. The place where Elijah was when the Assyrians came to take him. 2 Kings 6:13. It was here at Dothan that the spirit of the Lord in response to Elisha's request showed his servants the host of the Most High that were defending them. Then the eyes of the Assyrians were blinded and Elisha led them away into Samaria, where their eyes were opened again. This caused them to cease troubling Israel at that time. Metaphysically, Dothan is the law of being, compared to custom, edicts, decrees, laws, customs. Two wells, double cisterns, double feasts, denote the double standard of thought that man holds regarding his life and substance, the customary beliefs lead to limited, warped experiences, while an understanding of the true law of being increases the activity of the power of the Most High in one's life. Understanding makes one conscious of that activity also. The customary belief is exemplified in the significance of Joseph's brethren conspiring against him and selling him into Egypt. The result of true understanding is shown in the deliverance of Elijah and his servant. And Shinar is Hebrew for two rivers, divided stream, wholly severed, wholly cast off, divided mind, overthrow of restraint, revolution. The ancient name of Babylonia, the country through which the rivers Tigris and Euphrates flow. It includes Babylon and the country round about Genesis 10.10 and Daniel 1.2. Metaphysically, Shinar is a divided mind, a belief in two powers, evil as well as good, and the error results. The basis of this word Shinar is two, duality, change, division, and separation. To this is united the idea of that which moves out of its place, 
with violence and vehemence, a heated mind, ardent passion, enmity, anxiety, and terror. The metaphysical meaning of heaven and earth reveals two states of mind, the ideal and its manifestation. According to Revelation 21.1, we are to have new ideals with manifestations in the earth to correspond. The Most High idealized two universal planes of consciousness, the heaven and the earth, or more properly, the heavens and the earth. One is the realm of pure ideals, the other of thought forms. The Most High does not create the visible universe directly, as man makes cement pavement, but he creates the ideas, which are used by his intelligent image and likeness to make the universe. Thus, the Most High's creations are always spiritual. Man's creations are both material and spiritual, according to his understanding. It is important to know that heaven and earth or spiritual and seemingly material planes are states of mind primarily, and that we as a race are in the midst of their expression. The creative process has been going on for eons, and a great mass of thought force and mind force has been evolved. Man's body is the earthly side of inner heaven or the mental realm. The eye has fluctuated for ages between these two planes of consciousness. An incarnation in the body is followed by a vacation in the soul. And these two are gradually getting closer and closer together. When they are united, the new man and Yeshua will step forth and the weary round of incarnation and reincarnation will cease. And the metaphysical meaning of planes, the different realms of ideas in which men function, there are many planes of life, one above or below another, yet not conflicting. All creation is based on life activity, or as it is called in physical science, rates of vibration. A certain activity in the life current forms worlds on a plane, which we may call the physical. A little increase in the vibratory rate makes another system, which we may designate as the cyclical. A still higher rate makes a universe where spiritual ideas prevail. These are interlaced and interblended in the presence around and within us. Hence, the kingdom of God is within you. The Hebrew word anem means double fountain, two fountains, two springs, a Levitical city in the allotment of Issachar, 1 Chronicles 6.73. Metaphysically, anem, a springing up of life and substance for both the spiritual and the seemingly material phases of man's being. Levites pertain to the mental and spiritual of man. Issachar, bearing higher reward and tribute, refers to the earthly or body consciousness. His are the hidden treasures of the sand. Substance. Deuteronomy 33.19 and Genesis 49.14 and 15 also. A belief in separation is suggested as though the body received its sustenance from an earthly or physical source while the soul and spirit are nourished from a different one. The truth is that there is but one life and one substance for the whole man and for all creation. There is but one source of both the manifest and the unmanifest of all being, and that source is spiritual. 
Even the apparently physical body of man must be nourished with words of truth, since man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. The Hebrew word gederothayim means double walls, double enclosures, double protections, two fortifications, two folds, a city in the lowlands in the allotment of Judah. It is mentioned in Jadera and Joshua 15.36. Metaphysically, Gederothayim means Geder and Gedera consciousness doubled in strength. This may refer rather to the double-minded attitude of man toward his Gedera consciousness, to his material concept of it, as well as his spiritual understanding of it. The Hebrew word Gedera means a walled place, an enclosure, a protection, a fortification, a city in the lowlands of Judah, Joshua 15.36. Metaphysically, the metaphysical import of Gadara is virtually the same as that of Gadar, except the Gadara refers more to the soul or feminine in man. When the soul is established in the consciousness that the Most High is man's protection, defense, and unconquerable strength, it, the soul, becomes a fold for sheep or cattle, a place where man's natural thoughts about life and strength can abide and be fed and protected. And finally, the Hebrew word shaharayim. It means two cleavings, double breaking forth, two dawns, double aura, double mourning. A Benjamite, husband of Hodesh, and by her the father of seven sons, all heads of fathers' houses. First Chronicles eight eight to ten. Metaphysically, Shaharim means the breaking of new light, understanding in consciousness, doubly strong, doubly great, and effective. That double breaking forth of the two dawns within our manifestations that are individually placed within each of us as glorifications of the Most High's essence within the I, utilizing the power of discernment to divide and separate so that we can multiply our blessings here on earth. The brew made of two. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace. Thank you, Abasa. I feel it through my cheek, I feel it in my heart, I feel it in my throat, I feel it on my third eye, I feel it on my crown. I feel it all around. I feel it in my root, I feel it in my sacrum, I feel it in my solar plexus, I feel it at the core. That mean 
blessings and grace, I'd like to thank you for joining me for another offering of Woman's Wednesday. I'd like to show love to the frequency that accompanies me, the music, Fabio Janito, Marinostrum, FG Organic Mix, Seven Customs, Abjo, Travel Heavy Flip, Mikos to God, For Real Remix, Lorraine Chai, Speak Life, Rough Draft and Flaming Gnosis, Double Time, Robert Glasper featuring Paul and Noah's Rare Edit, Move Love, Maisie Blue, Balance, Sons of Kemet, My Queen is Harriet Tubman, Ashley Dubois, Couldn't Fail, Trisha featuring Queen Africa, Fire Daughter, F Soul, Greens, Imani, Tear Down, DJ Maboku, Featuring Lilo Cox Beats, Mafia, Neil Pierce and Hanalei, Lessons Learned, Sons of Kemet, Play Mass, Sampa the Great, Female, Tough Like Iron, Equal Rights and Justice, Fabio Janito, Featuring K. Ree, Unity, Organic Vocal Mix, Sons of Kemet, Inner Babylon, Princess Kazaya, Maintaining Balance, Josh Milan, be Yourself, Manu Remix, Nishwadada, Ja Drives Me, Patience, Christian Jalal, Love Is, Ode to God, Earthology, The Whitefield Brothers, Featuring Bajka, Sarak, Exhibit Chi, Kalissa, Babylon Is Burning. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire, burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air, be still, focus, decide. Remember that you are earth, ground, build, give. Be you till full love so that you can rise and ascend. Blessings, grace, love, and strength to all. Yeah.
Thank you.